0: What's up, you'll hear it. Hey, this is Bob DeBoo, the host of the Upright Citizens podcast. I've Got a question for you. How would you like to get inside the mind of one of the most recorded musicians of all time? Well, here's your chance. The legendary bassist Ron Carter will join the open studio community on June 14th for an exclusive one-time only live mentor session. You don't want to miss this. To learn the secrets to the maestro's iconic sound, gain insights to his unique musical mind in real time, Pick his brain on his illustrious career and get answers that'll propel your music to new heights. Join today and unlock your free 14-day trial at OpenStudioJazz.com. Then you'll be able to not only join the maestro in this exclusive conversation, but dig into his brilliant course, Blueprint for Jazz Bass, and so much more. So sign up now. Peace. Hey Pete. Yes. Did you start your morning off with an ice bath today? (laughs) Uh that was the 7th thing that I did this morning actually yeah Adam menace And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Coming at you today, sponsored by Open Studio. Go to OpenStudioJazz.com to check out all of our courses. We just released owl. this...
1: owl of <laughs> our courses. we are courses. almost in owl
0: season. Oh, yeah. Hoot. Well, Man, I saw, <laughs> I saw... I was having I was, a hoot the other day. When I was getting in the car this morning, the most, like, the biggest, most beautiful spider, like, was forming this web, you know, we're yeah. almost there in this time where they're starting to get out there. Yeah. Scary, but... Beautiful, scary AF, and I bet you rammed through it with your ice vehicle, didn't you? No, I'm not. I'm not good like that. But yeah. uh, we are brought to you by Open Studio. We have a ton of new courses. You know, I just released a mini course last yeah. week called Jazz Piano Basics Volume One Lead Sheet Breakdown, in which could you could you shove more words, a few more words into that title, please? It was a uh, yeah, it was ill conceived. Lead sheet breakdown. Lead sheet breakdown. I'm going through the lead sheet. I'm I'm explaining how to. Approach a lead sheet basically how to sit down at the piano with a yeah. lead sheet and then play a a good version of the tune from the lead sheet with just that information. It's super cool. And what I realized is this is for people that when they look at a lead sheet they're like I,
1: I cannot make this sound good. I know that this tune is good. Yeah. I don't know if it's something wrong with me. I don't know if it's something wrong with the lead sheet. We've all been there. Yep. But that there's so many challenges we have in playing jazz piano. The actual process of how you interpret what you use, what you can ignore, yeah, yeah, reference yeah. recordings should not be a barrier. And I think that you did a great job of kind of laying. That that
0: out. Yeah, and then just breaking down some basic solo piano voicing techniques that'll get you there and make you sound grooving and good and with, like, solid harmony. Yep. It's been super popular already. Go check it out. Andrew, let's put a link there. It's only 39 bucks. Check it out. Oh, man.
1: We're making a meeting to raise the price on that
0: bad boy. Just All right, so well, then know. get it today before right, Peter decides to jack it up. Yeah, yeah. All right, so today, why... Giving this stuff away. We're not doing that anymore. <laughs> why are we talking man. about... Is this how to win jazz friends and influence jazz people? No. Yeah. Seven highly effective habits to make you a better jazz musician. I well, like this. This yeah. is nice. This is like right in my uh, self-improvement wheelhouse. <laughs> we thought this would be fun because, you know, we're both. Growth getting, mindset.
1: We're, we're both in the growth mindset and really the seven highly effect, effective, what is it, seven highly effective habits of successful people? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No.
0: How are of un, unsuccessful people <laughs> would be as as eye opening, right? Right. Because I'd be like, oh, I'm doing like three of those Stephen things. Stephen Covey's the regular. masterpiece, which I read years ago,
1: seven highly effective. Look, I'm I'm putting it in now. Andrew's is that falling down? Is still. Look at this. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Andrew, we joked yesterday that the podcast <laughs> the podcast falling apart. Look on the show. <laughs> oh my gosh. Seven, the seven highly unaffective <laughs>
0: habits of the pod cave. We just lost
1: 20% of the pod cave. Right. The sound is, is going to be jacked up on your side. Yeah. The seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen Covey. Oh, did you know that He did the seven habits of highly effective teens. I didn't know. <laughs> no, it says <laughs> that's that. That's ridiculous. I don't even think that's legal. To that put sounds that like out a money now. grab. <laughs>
0: right. All right. Well, so we put together a little list of some effective habits that you can put in place in your. Routine to make you a better jazz musician Right, big shout out to Stephen Covey, please don't sue us This is
1: all with, with love and Lots everything. of love, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So seven high, ha, uh, highly effective habits to make you a better jazz musician Let's first just kind of talk about Habits, because I think a lot of times mm. People pass over that part, they want to get right Into the kind of tricks or tactics And that kind of thing, and I think you know Because these are, in order for a habit to be Effective, you need to be doing it regularly yeah. It's actually very simple, a lot of times People think like, how do I build a habit How do I do this, let's just talk about, let's pay paint it finished, yeah. and talk about the end result of a habit. A habit is something. Look, we come into the pod cave and stuff falls down because it's out of the habit of falling down, right? <laughs> no, we come in here and we're, we're going like lemmings. I mean, you could put acid in this cup at this point and I would just pick it up and drink it because I'm in the habit of drinking this when I'm in here. Yeah. And not for, for, for better or for worse. So when we're talking about these kind of talking habits. talking about coffee,
0: right? We're there's talking about coffee. Art. Oh, yeah. There's okay. not
1: acid. Uh, there is not, by, by many people thought, um, whiskey. There has been at times. But we do not put whiskey in these glasses. We put them in clear containers, right? Yeah, Go yeah. cups,
0: they call yeah. them, and you can tell because the general quality of the content <laughs> out out here goes. You don't way even down. have to look yeah. at that; you yeah, can just yeah. listen to it.
1: No, but but a habit is just something that you do automatically. Yeah, and and we're going to be talking about what we think are
0: good habits, but 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 the bad habits, good habits, in between. It's just something that you do regularly. That's right, and you know it's easy to put into place, but it's hard to maintain. So pick habits that you can stick with that you yeah. know can fit in your schedule. It's not a good idea to say like. Oh, I'm gonna put on this habit. This takes four hours for me to do every day. Yeah. That's not gonna be an effective no, habit. Something no. that you can do on the regular is what works.
1: Well, if you were like some kind of religious guru
0: that went and like prayed for four hours a day
1: and you were that that would be effective. Man, that it's would a different, be different kind of lifestyle.
0: But also realize that these are the things that are gonna make you better. Like if you're wondering why why is my left hand not as good as my right hand? Right. Oh probably because you don't practice it ever. Exactly. Like, that's exactly right. Like, Hashtag Jeffrey Kieser. <laughs> yeah. Not, <laughs> I mean, because he plays left hand really well, not yeah. because he's.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, to that point, I think that I, I always like to think about it, too, in a positive way. Yeah. Like we talk about, um, I don't know, in, anybody that, that we love hearing play. Ruben Rogers, our yeah. friend Ruben, great bass player. Sometimes I'm like, he's stuck in playing really good. Like he I mean, it's funny, like he's not the flashiest bass player all the time, although he can do that. But one of the greatest skills he has is like he always sounds good. It's like he's gotten in the habit of sounding good. Sure. And so that's like there's it's a very complex how he got to that point. But the end result of that habit of sounding good, when we talk about, man, he's so good, he's so bad as in a good way or that's a great player or she can really play her ass off or whatever. What we're basically saying is they're just in the habit of playing good. They've, they they might have built up, a, 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 I'm sure they have built up a number of sort of daily practice habits to get to that point. Yeah. But now when they pick up their instrument, the default is to sound good. Like if they play something bad, like it, it hurts and sometimes their hand can't even
0: go there. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Okay. Okay. Uh, number one. Am, 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 am I pre-rolling it too much? My bad. I mean, we are setting this up. Okay. <laughs> uh, so number one. Listen.
1: Yeah. Okay. Imagine that.
0: Man, we've been two, I think we've been a couple weeks without doing that. So I feel better already. Man, I listened, speaking of listening, I, a few weeks ago, I listened to this amazing audiobook about sort of this uh, the creativity curve. And there were, uh, it's a book about like um, all these studies done about um, great artists, right? And, and what their habits were actually. Yeah. And so um, one of the things that struck me was that great artists spend two to three hours every day ingesting what their art is. Wow. Not their own stuff, but... I love that, ingesting. And they ingest a mix of of new things and old things. Yeah. Right? So, like, um, if you're a jazz musician, two to three hours every Mm. day should be spent listening to music yeah old stuff and new stuff if you want to be good that like that's sort of this yeah the what this what the data points can i mean it sounds very uh sterile and analytical but it's it's really really interesting that the same the same data points were true from like someone like leonardo da vinci with painting or you know and someone like beethoven with music that two to three hours every day of ingesting music that's you know helping them become a better artist so Think about that. Think about when you can use free time or or commute time or at work time or whatever right. to ingest what you're doing. Like it's part of getting better. And yep. it's a super important part. And I mean, this, this doesn't change, as you say, since Da Vinci or Beethoven or
1: even before, you know, in the creation of art. None of this has changed technology changes, but that really there's parts of technology that make it harder to do this because we're in a distracted world. Yeah. So we get on this thing of I don't have time, but it's all about priority. But technology also helps, as you say, during a commute. Anytime you we we have access in a way. So we we need to be able to limit and push out the noise, get the signal going, which is ingesting yeah. like the concept. So that and that's just what for us is listen. And I love the way you put it, ingest the art.
0: For, for being an effective jazz, a better jazz musician, it's listening. Well, and you know why it's so important. Like so, since I've read that, I started doing this on the regular, like really making it a priority for me. Because you get distracted with phones and yeah. Netflix and all this stuff or whatever. So, I've really tried to make this a priority of like, okay, I want to be a more uh, uh, in depth listener. I want to keep it in a regular part of my day without getting distracted by all the noise. Yeah. And so, since doing that, I mean, music starts to take on this whole other. Um, this whole other tone when yeah. I listen to it, because you you come so steeped in it, right? All the time, it just becomes part of your your brain waves almost. It's yeah. it's an important part that can get can go by the wayside too quickly. If and know. it's
1: so good. I, I I mean, I know for me, I've gone in and out of this habit over time. I've been kind of in it for a while now, where it's pretty habitual. But the fun thing is, if you do fall off this habit, and look, everybody falls off some habits at of some course. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you do, it's so exciting when you get back in it. Actually, some of the times I've fallen off or on have been when I've gone on like vacation. I'm not a good vacationer. We'll talk about that in another episode. Yeah, 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 Seven ways to be a better vac- vacationing jazz musician. Bring your steel pan drum with you. Then you can do gigs. That's number one. Yeah. But, but the idea of like when you have been off and you get back, you realize how important it is,
0: how inspiring, how invigorating it can be to the rest of your routine. That's right. And don't freeze up thinking you have to listen to some important stuff no. every time. Just listen. Just listen, listen to, to stuff you like. Listen to whatever you like, whatever exactly. that is. Allow exactly. yourself to listen. Connect with the music. All right, but, number two. Number two,
1: daily practice. This is number two of our seven highly effective habits to make you a better jazz musician. Why is this
0: one so important that it sits at position number two? We for want to us. keep a daily connection to whatever instrument we're playing, yeah. it's the easiest way to grow. Uh, it keeps you sharp, yeah. and it helps you discover new things that you have to put into your practice routine. If you're not hitting your instrument for at least like 5, 10, 15 minutes every day, right. you're not going to grow as fast as if you do. Right. It's just true, you know. Yeah. And and the easiest way to do this is just to carve out some time on the regular, whether that's at lunch or in the early morning or before you go to bed, to just sit at your instrument and be with it, Yeah, you know. yeah. and and yeah and this one is so binary that it
1: should be simpler like we can get we get into some and we're going to get into some other things a little bit but like this is literally i mean just the the as you say sitting at the instrument and playing the thing then you've accomplished it of course you want to you know do many of the other things we talk about it and stay longer and be effective and everything but when you commit to daily practicing connecting with your instrument every day you either do it or
0: you don't yeah for sure cool number three number three practice patience so it's not just be patient, yeah. but it's practice patience. Mm. It's tell yourself that I have as much time as I'm alive yeah. to, to be a musician. Yeah. right? So I don't need to become Bill Evans this morning. Yeah. Like I, can, I can just be here with it. I can listen to what I want to listen to. I can practice what I want to practice. I can make sure that I have you know, my goals set and just sit in that and not be in a hurry to be great. Because that's, yeah. that's not how it works. Right. That's great. I love that. Um, one way that I kind of think
1: about this, because uh, this is more of a, a conceptual side of it, too, that, that you can kind of be almost on the back of your mind all day long, um, is for practicing patients is to think about it like, you know, most people grossly overestimate they can do on any one day, especially sure. when they're inspired about something. Sure. And I've been falling prey to this many times. But then on the other Don't hand— Don't we know it. <laughs> but then on the other hand, they underestimate what can be done in much longer spans, like so a true. year or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you look a year forward and you think what you could get done as an individual or as a band or as an orchestra or as an organization, it's very easy to underestimate. Until until you look back and you're like, wow, we got all this stuff. But on a daily basis, a more granular level, it's very easy— to try to push too many things in and, and basically do things that are going to keep you from being patient. So when you take that breath, even as you're wanting to accomplish a lot in your practice routine, transcribing, whatever the other things we're going to talk about, you also, it forces you. the, The great thing is if you listen to the music and the flow and the spirit of this music and interact with the community, That'll force you to be patient. The yeah. music will force you to be, because you sure. cannot rush through the important things. If you do, your playing will be
0: lacking. So if as long as you get into an organic flow with the music, the music will actually teach you how to be patient. That's right. And it's just that mindset of, hey, I'm a musician. I'm a musician for my whole life. Yeah, I have my whole life here to work on this. I don't have to do it all in one day. I can... I can take care of those details right. that need to be taken care of because that's important. And even if you could do
1: it in one day, think about how unsatisfying That'd that would be, so be for the art that you created. If this was something we could get in one day or one week or one year. Video game mode on easy. I mean, I'm, it's like I'm hearing Herbie Hancock at Newport Jazz Festival this summer and I'm hearing, you know, 76 years of accumulated, sure. you know, patience and yeah, knowledge. And, and he was good at 16 probably. Yeah. So that would have been fun too. But I yeah. mean, like, I mean, it's such a joyful thing to be able to see this. You know, it's like you see LeBron James play play now and in some ways it's his most exciting and I think he's I mean some people like he's on the downswing I think he's at his best athletics your body does start to break down so sure. we have an advantage that we can keep on that upslope so be patient keep that in mind that's
0: right all right number four is a practice journal we mm-hmm. preach about this all the time yeah keep a practice journal keep what ideas you want to practice in the future um you know you're going to want to record yourself and and really try to honestly pinpoint some areas of of growth that you need to hit but you have to write this stuff down or else it'll get lost in the shuffle. Write down what you've practiced so you know where you've been, the keys, the tempos. Keep a, a journal of tunes you want to learn or yeah. concepts you wanna learn. If you like don't have it together with, you know, two handed voicings and all keys, that's like something you can make a little chart of yep. and keep that in the practice journal. And like you and like if you're practicing patience. A few months, maybe a year, or oh, whatever. it's so
1: Fun to look back and be like, and be
0: like, oh my gosh, I couldn't, I couldn't believe I couldn't play drop two in G flat last right, year. And right. Hey, I, why you
1: always tease me about the drop two? Because I'm like, gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get <laughs> yeah. it, or at least understand it. All right, what's number five? Well, just one more thing on the practice journal, uh, the the art, the the thing of writing it. Like I've heard this from enough reliable sources now. Um, that I really believe it. I already felt it, but I didn't know if it was because of how I came up in the non-digital age as a very young boy. Yeah, there was none of this. I don't know if you knew this shiny object did not exist at one time, young I can't Adam. I can't believe it. No, but the idea of like. Because people are always like, well, should I do it on my phone? And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Just do the system that works. But I really believe now you should write it somewhere. I agree. Because, you know, it's been shown, and I think even more so in this day and age, because everything is like coming and going, the process of writing, it gives it a significance to yourself. It does. Yeah, not only that, yeah, you can go back, but just as you write it, like you're putting a stake down. So true. You're not going to do everything you do, say, but you're going to remember it and it's going to have that impact. And you might go back and cross it out. You might correct it. But things like having a page, like things I suck at, colon, and then a list. can yep. be very effective. I totally agree. Re- a little negative enforce- reinforcement. <laughs> all right, number five is transcribe. Is yes. this important? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like, you know. We, so these are, first of all, these are not in order of importance, except number
0: one, right? Yeah. These are all... E- I would say number one and number two are, are okay. in order of importance, for sure.
1: So transcribe, look, this is just a habit that is gonna make you a better player. Yep. And if you get into the habit of it, this one is one that's a little trickier because I think you can get to the point where you, you definitely will get to the point where you're not gonna be doing this every day. Yeah. But remember, like we didn't say daily habits. we I mean, most of these are daily habits, but this is one I would say, You're going to go into periods where it should be a daily habit, but you have to maintain your connection, and mainly through listening, where you're planning your next transcription. Absolutely. Um, But, I mean, yeah, it'd be great if you could do it every day, but I don't know that that's necessarily necessary. But I've never met a great jazz musician that didn't do uh,
0: a beep ton ton of uh, transcribing. Yeah, it's mentioned so much because it's such an important part of the process. Not only are you learning... Tons of key information about the language, but you're also developing other skills as you do it. You know, ear training and technique that you don't, normally wouldn't do. You know, in the comfort of your own hands. Right. Uh, learning from the masters. So transcribing has got to be a huge part of it. Right. Good stuff. Number six, scales. Yes. Ooh, I okay. love me some scales, man. So now we're getting real nitty
1: gritty. We're getting. A, we might get a little dogmatic, but this is just. Um, you know, there's something about scales being you know they're they're one of the the main building blocks of um, you know, melody and harmony and the connection, and really rhythm too in what we play. All instruments that connects all instruments in individual ways that are very specific to their instruments. But yep. but they're, the scale notes are the same for everybody. That's right. But how? But what we wrestle with as pianists is different than what a bass player wrestles with. The ranges, the fingerings, playing in different keys. This key's easy. That key's hard. Why do bass players always write an E, A, D, and G? Because they're open. You know yeah. all these things. But but the notes of the scale are the same. That's right. And they're so. Uh, it's just like that bass level of vocal. That you have to be constantly playing them. And then once you master them, master them. It's something that you know good jazz players are always having that effective habit of revisiting them in some kind of systematic way, I believe.
0: That's right. And and just like transcribing, you have you know all these added benefits. Scales you're learning about music theory yeah. you're learning about melody yeah. you're ear training. Ear training you're learning uh, about technique on your instrument yeah. it's it's very it's it's like a it's like the push-ups of yeah of music right it's just like a basic exercise that you have to be able to do to be fit
1: yeah and i was yeah i think that's a great analogy it's like of course you can't only do that but if you were stuck on an island you had no equipment and you only knew one exercise and all you did was push-ups you could probably stay in pretty good physical shape right it'd be better to add the other things but it's great to have that base level that's right number seven Compose. Ooh. Now, this one, I, I threw this one in there because I thought it might be a little controversial, not for you, but to some folks saying, why do I have to have that habit? I just want to be a jazz player. So yeah. why do you think that's important?
0: Well, because to be a good jazz player, you have to be a good composer. Yeah. That's what an improviser is, is we're yeah. composing on the spot. So it doesn't hurt. And, in fact, it really, really, really helps for you to sit down and try to compose something that's not improvised, but actually yeah. try to, to work on something, to craft something. And the craft of composing can teach you so much about your improvising.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, the reason I think this works so well as an effective habit for for everyone to get into is because it's something that, you know, you can actually just schedule and sit down and do. You're either doing it or you're not. Now, I'm not saying that what you're doing is you know composing a mozart symphony masterpiece but you can sit down and say i'm going to compose <laughs> i'm going to compose for 30 minutes whereas improvising you know that's that's more of a byproduct of all of these things yeah. you know something that's going to happen we do all these things but if you get in the habit of composing i remember ray brown told me you know he went like 30 days where he said he was going to write and this is before like you know self help books were available on audible and kindles and stuff i'm pretty sure yeah. he was just like I'm going to write a tune for 30 days, for one month, a new tune every day. It's going to be finished. And he was just like, none of them except one really came out to be anything that I use. But he wanted to get... You know, in an effective habit is what I took that to for be. Sure, for sure. And I think it helped him beyond just being a composer. It helped us playing. It challenged him, And so I love stuff like that.
0: Yeah. You know, this is one that I have to really keep in, in mind for a priority for me or else it's another one that will like, kind of go by the wayside when I get yeah. busy or stressed yeah. or whatever. I have to carve out time every week to compose a little bit or else I'm just that's not a happy Adam yeah you know what i mean but also it's like hangry adam it's hangry that's different (laughs) different. (laughs) it's hashtag keto adam uh no it's uh, i think it's a super important part i'm glad you included it here at the end of our list that's seven let's Break them down from the top to the bottom again. Number one is listen. Yeah. Number two is daily practice. Number three is to practice patience. Number four is a practice journal. A lot of practicing going on here. I
1: know. Oh, I've got a bonus, too, just in case anyone's going to tune out. I just
0: number I five, transcribe. Number six, scales. And number seven, compose. All right. Our bonus. After we tell you that we are sponsored by... OpenStudioJazz.com. Open we got a link here to the new Jazz Piano Basics Volume 1. We're Leech still hyping chic. that thing up, man? Come on. That was at the beginning of this episode. Oh, that's true. Bro. Oh, cool. that was today. That's that was right. today. Yeah, this man, is a super like... long episode. See, that's what I'm
1: saying. I'm overestimating what can be done in I'm one I'm starting day. to fidget, man. Let's, <laughs> let's get the bonus going. The, the second time. Pod bonus.
0: Cave is literally <laughs> falling the, down. Okay, let it. me do it
1: before the, the caves in. All. Okay, bonus. I'm going to say, I'm going to throw an audible here and say community. Okay, as a highly effective habit of being a better jazz musician, being a part and that can be an online community like we have. That can be a, a jam session. That can be somebody that you get together and play with. This is a communal music, you know, and the more like we want to encourage. And I think we've done a good job of like talking about a lot of this is. Personal practice, and that's a huge part of it. Yeah. But when you come together, you're going to be able to put these effective habits in place. And I would say that's in a community. So you have to be in the habit of doing that. And because you can't wait till oh, once I get to a certain level, then I'm going to become a part of a jazz no, 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 no. You got to start now. You got to get in the habit of doing that. You got to you got to do some failing.
0: Yep. So that you can get back up, get back on that horse. But find your peers, find your mentors. You that's know, right. and and actually find people that you and can that. mentor because you'll learn from that as well. I think it's, it's you're spot on. That's a really really good bonus awesome well till tomorrow you'll hear it